This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. Presupposition for emotional well is we find happiness in the everyday. Now, I don't know about you, Claire, but I was quite excited when I saw we were going to talk about this one. Really? Oh, do, yeah. you, do you tell me why? Well, it's also that I was looking at it and it and it got me thinking that in a way, this is something that I've been I've been exploring and I've been really considering you know for myself and for my own life and for my own mental well-being you know for quite some time now and I think maybe I've been doing it kind of consciously and unconsciously yeah yeah and I'm quite fascinated as well by this the concept of happiness you know I've done quite a bit of reading around it and because it feels to me as though you know for our times for our age you know this sort of crazy 21st century that we find ourselves in it's kind of like happiness is a bit like the holy grail isn't it it's about a bit like the thing that yeah. everybody's oh well, I just want to be happy yeah just, or when I get there I'll be happy or when yeah. and it's the kind of go-to word you know this idea of happiness and you know we always say that about our family and our young people you know our kids are you know or we just want them to be happy you know and but it's sort of like well what do we mean when we say happy you know what what even is happiness um you know and we know that it's a fleeting thing in many ways mm. because it's you know it's one of our emotions and our emotions come they come they go they ebb they flow it's, it's on that kind of spectrum so it's definitely related to a feeling for me anyway um and I think maybe it's definition of what it is for each of us will change on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, you know, in order to get into this presupposition, so in order to be able to find it in the everyday, I was thinking that we need to know what it is we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. I don't know. Um, and, you know, and then obviously there's the question that we, we, we want to ask, which is kind of, you know, well, if we found it or if we're practicing finding it, then how does that help us to build up our emotional resilience? Which is what, you know, this emotional wealth concept is all about, isn't it? Mm, yeah, definitely. So what, I've kind of just kind of landed all that on you. Like, is there... I was interested. It was interesting where you were going with that, yeah. I think, um, yeah, there's a lot there. Sorry, there's no, lots no, of different things there. No, re, no, I was I was really interested. I loved how you were like you were excited, and I was like, oh, why? Why? Because obviously we've gone through these so many times before. But I, I do. I actually think you're right. It's because you're sort of you're going through this right now. You 
you're like wondering you're curious which is a word that we love being curious is always great isn't it and you're curious about what what's going on for you and and those around you with this yeah I agree with what is happiness I agree as well for me it's it's a feeling it definitely is a feeling so it's one of our emotions and I love how you put that it's like it's the holy grail everybody's aiming for it and it's it's really strange because I remember a long time ago but I would have said like probably I don't know 10 years maybe even longer everybody who was in my sort of like field of associatedness if, if you get what I mean sort of people who surrounded me and who I came into contact with were all striving for confidence mm -hmm. and now it seems to be everybody striving for happiness and I just part of me just goes well if you're always striving for it you're never actually going to get it because I don't think it's something that you work towards I don't think you work towards an emotion you don't I don't know you don't build yourself up to be in love with somebody you either are or you're not you know I, I and I don't mean that in just a relationship kind of way I also mean that in a friendship kind of way you meet people and there's some people you gravitate towards you don't consciously go I'm going to gravitate towards you now my emotion is going to show me that you are part of my life now it just it doesn't do that our emotions are very in the now like you said they are very much in the now they're not things to be strived for so the, that whole concept itself of people are constantly striving for this happiness is a bit of a, a lose-lose situation. And, and that's the whole point of why it's one of the presuppositions in emotional wealth, because actually you need to understand that, enable to find it, enable to catch it, sort of. And it's when I say catch it, um, it's a little bit like if you tried to catch a raindrop on, say, your fingernail, your little fingernail, could you do it? Unless it was like bouncing down, you know, it's really difficult. And, you know, that thing in um, Karate Kid where they're always trying to catch the fly with the chopstick. And Mr. Miyagi is always, it's just like, yeah, where I take these things, but this is what it means for me. So you stop it with me, as always. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi's trying to catch a fly with chopsticks and he's forever trying to do it. And then the lad catches it and Mr. Miyagi goes all grumbly. But it's like, it's, it's fleeting. Mm. So actually you're capturing it in the moment. And that's the whole point of the presupposition. We find happiness in the everyday. Part of that is it's about just noticing, oh, suddenly, oh, I've suddenly caught happiness. It's on, it's on me. It's in me. It's around me. And noticing that. And you can't do that if you live in the past or the future. You can only do that if you are living in the now and as 
people are probably aware that that's mindfulness it's about being in the now that's how you feel happiness for me that's how that emotion comes upon you You, it'll catch you off guard just all of a sudden so much good stuff in there Claire including reference to the graph (laughs) (laughs) I I loved what you're saying about it being you know people think of it as something to strive for and you're right that just kind of blown my mind because how they don't sit with one another do they this idea of striving and as you say, happiness is something that we experience, mm. you know, we feel and, and like you say, it got me thinking as you were talking that it's there for us already. Yeah. You know, so this idea of striving is, you know, like, well, I don't have that. So therefore I'm going to work towards that or I'm going to aim to get that. Whereas what we're saying and what, what this presupposition is saying is that you already have it. Mm or you already have the capacity to catch it. Yeah. Which I really love. I really love that. So it's about, as you say, honing in and really noticing and practicing those noticing skills. And for me, you know, our three Bs, our B, believe, breathe, which is kind of like our underlying principle for everything. That's our whole philosophy. I'm kind of bringing two concepts together here. But for me, that, that helps us to find the happiness in the everyday so that if we take the be believe breathe you know we, we kind of we're going to be yeah so we're going to kind of just allow things feelings thoughts you know kind of and have that kind of acceptance about whatever's going on you know we kind of believe so we believe that it's it's possible you know and that and that we deserve it mm. um and you know and then the breathe is that kind of the noticing slowing everything down almost kind of feeling like it's going into slow motion so that you can you know you can notice it and you can see it and you can have that curiosity about it they help us kind of tune in to it because what i was also thinking about with this was that the way that it's phrased this presupposition we find happiness in the everyday for me it's kind of twofold so it's like finding it in those everyday moments the the day-to-day the seemingly mundane you know so I don't know just smell of fabric softener when you take your washing out the washing machine and you just kind of like you know and then you're putting it out and it's kind of like oh freshening everything up doing some washing today I know this is like mundane tasks you know kind of you know doing I don't know doing something or just kind of like just stepping outside your front door like earlier on I was sort of in in the bedroom upstairs and I kind of and I looked outside and I'm very lucky because we live across the road from the park I may have mentioned that what was two times <laughs> just <laughs> so wanted to but there was just there was just a bird just on the wall and it was just the way it was hopping was just making me laugh so much it just looked really funny and it was making me smile and kind of a, a, a couple of minutes before I've been all sort of oh well, I've got to do this and I've got to do that and I'm kind of in a different mindset and just seeing that it sounds really silly it just it made me happy yeah to see that it doesn't it doesn't sound (laughs) silly at all what you're saying about you find it the presupposition is we find happiness in the everyday and I think that's part of that is very often we'll go 
I'll be happy when I've lost the weight. I'll be happy when I get a new car. I'll be happy when I get that promotion. I'll be happy when I've got a bigger house. And it's all reliant on external things. Mm -hmm. But happiness is an emotion that starts and ends internally. And that's where we've got to go. So actually, when we find it in the everyday, I mean, it's really funny what you were saying about the fabric conditioner. I got a towel out. So towels went to the wash, got some new towels out, and they still smelt lovely of, you know, whatever the fabric conditioner was when I, I, I washed those. And it's just like I grabbed the towel and just hugged it to me for a brief, brief second. It was like breath, like smelt it all in, like big breath in of it and then went about my day and actually I didn't notice and that's the big thing with this I didn't notice that actually that was a little tiny glimpse of happiness because again what you were saying about I think people don't know what happiness is maybe I think a lot of us don't have the words for our emotions so sometimes when we are striving where it's not happiness that happiness like I said it's about it we capture it just in the moment Mm. that's what what happens for us and it's when you look back you can probably think of maybe big events where you were happy because they were big events or something but actually that's I think the whole problem is we can think of the big events and oh I was happy then but we can't go I was happy last week when I went for a walk with the dogs and it's like it was only just before Christmas or just after Christmas I think it was just after Christmas when it was snowing here and we went for a walk around the lake and it's a lovely little area near us it's got a lake and woodland and we went for a walk through there and me and my partner and our two dogs and I knew I felt happy then it's freezing cold the snow was coming down so heavy but because I hate the snow if anybody knows me they know I hate the snow because it goes to ice and then I end up walking like a pregnant duck everywhere because I think I'm gonna go on my bum and very often do (laughs) and it's not fun because it hurts so it's like I don't usually like it but actually this was just coming down so everything was still easy to walk on and it was beautiful and could, couldn't feel my nose part way round, you know, it was all bundled up. You know, to turn round, I had to move my whole body. But I knew I felt happiness just then and there. And I didn't go to find it and I didn't go on the walk thinking I'm going to be happy doing that. Yeah. It just, it was there. It, I went to meet it and I didn't know I was going to meet it. Oh, it came upon me and it's just finding it in the everyday like you say so it's that mindfulness it's that maybe just noticing things and how does that make you feel but also it's just notice in the everyday as you're going about your life when they're just I don't know is it a warm feeling is it a thrilly feeling whatever it is for you that sort of means happiness noticing it in that moment so rather than constantly searching for it or I'll have it when, 
it's notice actually you will have it you will come across it and obviously we all have bad days we all have days and some people more than others you know whatever it is they happen to be going through but we can still find maybe a glimpse is it you know suddenly sat with your dogs you know on your lap and it's a brief fleeting moment but if you notice it that brief fleeting moment will boost you will give you that briefness of happiness and then we go about our daily lives and I think a lot of the time people think well I'm putting things in but I think me used to strive for happiness thinking it was going to be a long feeling and it's going to be constant and it's not but neither is the grief that I felt I still have grief but it's not that high emotional feeling still get it every now and again it still comes across I still find it suddenly out the blue but that's the whole point with our emotions they happen to us I don't think we make them happen so when it's it's really it's a really difficult presupposition because it's like we find happiness in the everyday it's like we're going to tell people this is how you're going to find happiness yeah well it is actually I can tell you how you're going to find it but actually what it's going to do is it's going to find you because it's going to find you in those brief moments where you're smelling the fabric softener where you're watching the snow fall down, where you're catching a glimpse of a, of a bird, you know, where maybe your child giggles, anything like that. Mm. It'll catch you, it'll come upon you all of a sudden. I think you're absolutely right. I think, and this is what I meant, I suppose, before, and I was saying it's already there. It's kind of, and it's about what you can do is be open to it. And I think the thing with the everyday side of it is that it is there in the everyday, the seemingly mundane or the the less grand kind of, you know, sort of activities that we might take part in. But I think the other everyday part of it for me is to develop it as a conscious practice, you know, so to consciously, you know, be open to it. Or if you find yourself going into a bit of a grumbly sort of, you know, headspace where it's kind of you know it's sort of you can soften by looking around you and going okay well this is going on and this is a bit shit you know this has happened today but you know we know about um I love that question from Rick Hansen you know what is also true yes you know so like but what is also true today okay yeah what else can I say um I've also so I think that's a really good tactic for helping us to kind of like shift gear and not to kind of be contrived about it. It's not about that. It's just about kind of practice. And I think this is where the gratitude and the mindfulness ones, they all kind of like meld in together with this, don't they? This piece of they do. They yeah. all sort of work together to help Yeah, us. they support each other. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I suppose it's kind of like, so knowing that, you know, you've got the capacity to be able to shift gear or to, as I heard it described on a podcast the other day to change channel you know what channel are you on 
yeah kind of like you don't have to watch that channel you can change it yeah <laughs> and I loved that because I thought wow that's so empowering um you know we often think that we're kind of stuck in a certain way so like you say if you're having a bad day um you know and sometimes we might just have to sit with that and have that bad day and just experience it but that's yeah. okay as well and that's okay too yeah but actually you know in order to kind of build up our capacity and build up this emotional resilience it's about what you're saying it's about knowing that it almost takes the pressure off a little bit I think you know mm. when when we suddenly have this epiphany that like oh happiness isn't this big long drawn out feeling as you were describing earlier you know this consistent sort of way of being that and if I've not got that consistent way of being then I must be doing my life wrong yeah um, yeah you know whereas actually you know this this it's quite liberating I think to suddenly understand that oh emotions are fleeting oh emotions will come and go and there'll be loads of them you know and what you were saying about naming things properly I think that's a really big part of it so you know it always goes back to having that awareness and understanding I suppose where I started with the conversation was about kind of do you know what it is that makes you happy or you yeah in terms of you yeah and and, and what that looks like in the small details yeah you know and kind of like so you can be aware of it when it is happening and I loved what you were saying about okay so when you when you notice that when you catch it what is the feeling that you're feeling and you mentioned about how what did you say warm I can't remember what the word was that you used yeah is there like a warmth that yeah is there like a warmth that glows within you or and it I, might it's different it's going to be different for well, everybody it is but it's interesting because I wrote something down before we were uh, started talking and I wrote warm glow that fuzzy feeling inside light everything is okay hmm. that's what I wrote for me wow that's happiness <laughs> for you <laughs> So both both got a bit of a warm glow with warm happiness, glow. but I think there is that you know. Very often, we won't just get one emotion. You know, it could be what the, this emotion of happiness tinged with excitement or love or uh, yeah, sort of introspection. It could be so many different things mm-hmm. that it can merge and, we, and sometimes it's difficult but does that matter well, is it just about oh I've noticed oh oh yeah this is nice and you can't capture that anyway you can't take a picture of it and remember that happiness for me it's about just feeling it as it is with all our emotions because all our emotions are valid they may not be what we want but they're valid and they need to be listened to and in just in this it's just about just noticing it and maybe a little celebration of it would be nice it's interesting what you were saying there Claire about you know this kind of I'm thinking of it as like myriad of emotions and that they're all valid and they are all valid and they're all important because they'll give us information and you mentioned about grief earlier and mm. um, <clears throat> I was sort of think you know and you know we each had our own kind of different experiences of that and what you were saying about emotions sort of you're not necessarily going to have one at 
you know one at once you know and yeah. they come kind of in single file <laughs> queuing up yeah. to be experienced and uh, and sometimes things can be kind of like bittersweet you know that you can feel that you know and I've kind of had that sense of like in relation to grief you know both a sense of sadness about the loss of someone but then also like a happiness of feeling that joy of like a moment in time where you just suddenly remember something or, it's know, really funny because when you were saying that when I originally said it um a visual that came to my mind is like adding little pots of paint in and that's your other emotions going on and then but there's like happiness is the key one but you've got others but what you're just saying there for anybody who's watched inside it's called inside out inside i think it's called um I, I loved i loved that just for so many different reasons and it was um joy and sadness came together and it, it was the sphere and it tinged it tinged the golden with the blue because it was that like you say that bittersweet maybe kind of so there was happiness there but it maybe come from a little bit of sadness or it come from like to start off with and there was that bittersweet and that's that's exactly it it's just our emotions don't queue up you know I've got all these images in my head of these <laughs> all these little spheres of happiness and joy and yeah guilt and pleasure all of these queuing up going it's my turn now I'm, <laughs> go, I'm gonna go visit Claire now <laughs> and it's like but what if that was the case what if happiness is queuing up and going I'm gonna visit them now and actually, you're too busy to notice that they've visited. Wouldn't that be a shame? And that's why, that's why the presupposition, it's in the everyday, because we never know when it's going to come and visit. <laughs> <laughs>